0: go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about navigating your net worth. Uh, My guest today is Gail Villanueva. She is known as Gail The Note Gal. She's a founder and CEO of Noteworthy Investments, and she's also a real estate mentor and an author. So um, we're gonna talk a little bit about, you know, notes and investments and things like that and what she does. But we're also going to talk about Gail the Woman, the Gail the success story, um, going from, you know, being a homeless dropout um, when she was a teenager to a successful businesswoman that she is today, multiple businesses, multiple kind of Phoenix from the flame story in her life. Um, and and how intuition helped her get through all of these things, and all these difficulties that she's been facing, and how it's made her stronger, and wiser, and um, better, and, and, and more prepared to help other people the way that she does. So welcome, Gail. How are you today? Hello, Molly. Thank you. I'm doing well, and I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to your listeners today. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to have you here. Thank you. So yeah, you're welcome. So why don't you tell us about Gail the Note Gal? What What is it that you do um, with note investments? And I was I was looking a little bit at your website and uh, learning about that stuff myself. So I know it's kind of foreign territory for a lot of people. So if you could just share how you help people find a different kind of wealth through this this type of investment. That'd be great. And and everything else that you do. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, it's funny, my story about note investing, um, I
1: you know, I've been in real estate since 1984, and I've been around, you know, my realtor family and everything like that. And I didn't know about note investing. And one day I asked my uncle when I was looking at getting into it, I said, Uncle, do you know about notes? He goes, Yeah. And he was out in California. He said, Sometimes I have to take a note back on a transaction because they wouldn't have had enough money. And I said, Oh, <laughs> why didn't you tell me about this sooner? So I started looking into it. I started doing performing notes and then I looked at doing non-performing notes and found that I don't have the, I don't have the ability to do non-performing notes because sometimes you come into some really bad situations and I want to try to help everybody. (laughs) So I went ahead and I stayed in the performing note lane. Now, what does that actually mean? You could look at a property in two different ways. You can look at it as a brick and mortar, and then you can look at it as a mortgage. So what I do is I purchase mortgage notes from banks, hedge funds, other managers, and um, it causes, you know, you have cash flow, which is what a lot of folks are looking for. But then I branch out a little bit further. And if I have a property that's free and clear, I'll create a note, offer seller financing to someone and get them into the home that they may not be able to uh, qualify for because right now it's even harder to qualify for loans Mm -hmm. and it's getting worse by the minute so what i do is i kind of you know give them a a little bit of an opportunity to, to and pride of ownership and then also i um you have a note like it's 360 payments you could sell part of those payments and that's been very successful for some of my sellers where they go I really didn't want to hold this for 30 years. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but I'm like 87 years old. So they want to get some of it or all of it sold. And that's also where I help people buy and sell notes for their own portfolios. Hmm. And um, also I am interested in, you know, not just the partials, but primarily helping people out if they have a note or in a transaction that they're in that they want to sell to get cash flow. I can definitely help them do that too.
0: Oh, cool. That's very interesting. And there's just, yeah, so much of that that world of investing. There's so many different avenues and roads. And it sounds like you're using what you do to the highest and best, you know, to help help people that that might not be able to get into their dream home otherwise or even their just their first home. So that's really exciting. Yeah. So and, and so you you came to this work and, and you have you are a mentor to those who want to get into their home. And also you wrote a book on this. So can you share a little bit about your book? Uh,
1: yes, it's called real estate. What's your best fit. And it's about the five proven careers of real estate to create massive wealth for yourself. Now, what does that mean? Okay. When I say I'm in real estate, people go right to what their place of knowledge is. Oh, you're a realtor. No, I am a realtor, but I'm an investor. So they go to different aspects of it. So there's a ton of books on real estate. I mean, there is like, you can go to any bookstore or online and find a book about real estate. But what sets mine apart is I've actually worked in these five careers. Mm -hmm. I know what it takes. I know what it's like. So in my book, I talk about the pros and cons and what it's actually like in the day to day. Now I'm launching version two because some of the comments I got back was what can we implement today? So with that in my book, I talk about the five careers, which you can start to do day to get going in these careers which is different than any other book around there mm-hmm. you know yeah, very and important yeah it is and i I've, I've tailored to folks that are like okay i want to be an agent well what's that like find out exactly how much money it can make and it's shocking to people how much an agent doesn't make mm. <laughs> they think that they're all running around in you know expensive cars living in expensive houses but the truth is after you pay all your debts and expenses you usually make about $30,000 a year if you've managed to, you know, get into a, an office, that will give you a good commission split. And that scares people sometimes because you got dues and everything else. They didn't think about that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. there's Same with any entrepreneurship, really, that's, you know, you're like, oh, I have to pay all this extra stuff. It's not just what I make, <laughs> you know, revenue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and,
1: and it's tough to get going, you know, yeah. and when I mentor a, a um, uh, an agent, I focus on what they want to achieve, where they are right now, and then how to help them get to where they want to be with actual actionable steps to get them to where they want to be. And that's different than other peer or groups that I've worked with because they sit there and say, okay, everybody's starting in square one and we're all going to do the same thing and just follow me. But that's not reality. Yeah. So I actually tailor it, you know, to that and then rehabs. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You watch those TV shows and all of a sudden everybody becomes a rehabber, you know, but they don't realize actually what's involved with doing that. So I talk about that too. And then adding like a 10% whoops factor is what I call it to these estimates so that you're not surprised. Like you find out that you have to rewire the whole darn house or something else that's come up. So it it just really breaks it down what the real estate industry is like and how you can actually do it to your benefit. Because right now it's an excellent
0: time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and gosh, I'm just thinking we need books like that for every every career out there. I remember when I going to college and I I went to art school, but it's like all the different things I could have done, you know, and kind of just wondering, well, this is what I like, and this is what you know, blah blah. blah. And then getting to counseling and coaching, um, yeah, I think that's a, a really wonderful way to mentor others and show the way so that they don't have to struggle the way they might otherwise, or the maybe the way that you did. And I know you had some twists and turns. And very briefly, I'd love to ask. You about your time at NASA if that's all right.
1: Oh, I love talking about my <laughs> time at NASA. Oh, it was so funny because I was actually selling real estate. I'd been in um doing traditional real estate for about seven years, and I was a multi-million dollar producer. I'm not trying to brag, but that's just what happened. And I had always been interested in, in space, you know, starting with my dad, you know, he he's a pilot, but I was just amazed and we live close enough that we can actually, I mean, I live in the same county as NASA, so we could watch the, the launches and everything. So one day I decided that I was going to put my license in a referral status and go work for NASA. Nice. <laughs> you know, and I an- announced that to my broker and he thought I was nuts. Um, what's worse is I went to the unemployment office and announced my epiphany. I'm excited about this. And the clerk looked at me and like, you and everybody else in here wants to work for NASA. But I saw it happening. Mm -hmm. that's the weird thing about it you know when people tell me "Oh, you can't do that or something I see it happening you know they talk about athletes that run their race and they actually go through all the I saw it happening yeah so I took the civil service test I figured how hard could that be and I got hired as a uh, GS3 entry level and I got into the IT group in 91 because I knew about internet Mm. I knew about internet because I'd done a college uh, term paper on it. (laughs) I also knew about Prodigy. So I'm dating myself.
0: Oh, I I remember Prodigy, believe it or not.
1: (laughs) That actually got me in the door to the NASA IT group.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And it went from there. Um, I ended up going to the environmental program office after I got a degree in hazardous material technologies. And then I stayed there for a very long time. And then they gave me these nasty chemicals to manage, you know, the monomethyl hydrogens and the monomethyl death and ethyl deaths and all those other things. And that was one job at NASA, you could actually go to jail. I don't know if that's why they did it to me or not, but it did well, you know, there was no problems. I didn't spend any time in jail.
0: And what would then, send you to jail?
1: Um, Non-compliance with the Clean Air Act, oh, Environmental got it, got it, Protection Agency things. Okay, um, not managing it correctly, having leaks. It, it, it mm. was, you know, but yeah. never happened on That's my a ship. Pretty That's, big deal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was a big deal, yeah. and it was exciting because they weren't actually making these anymore, but we still had to support shuttle, so I couldn't screw up. Yeah. And then after the shuttle program ended, I got put in the safety office, and it just. I, after doing it, operations and then go sit there and count, you know, tiles in a ceiling to make sure that they're all there or something just. So it was time to go ahead and retire, but I had always been doing real estate while I was out at NASA as either referring or I was buying investments because the difference between a, um, a hobbyist and an investor is you don't do the work if you're an investor. Okay. You, you contract it out. So, I could turn a house in six weeks, a condo in three weeks, but my contractors were doing it for me, and it wasn't really much different than NASA because I was managing projects and, and um, contracts and all that kind of stuff. So I actually used what I used to like do statements of work and invitations for biz for my contractors, so it was locked up tight, and I could get them done. And so you're, like,
0: you're one of the original boss babes. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Base. I've never been called that before, but I I sounds kind of cool, but thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, like I just had them do it for me. I just made it happen. They made it happen.
1: Well, well, they did make it happen. And and it's it was a matter of like coordinating the schedules because it's not like sequential. You can do some things concurrently. And that was my job to mix the magic up and make it happen. And I kept a lot of properties for cash flow as rentals. And then when COVID hit, things kind of changed a little, little bit for me. In some tremendous ways, you know, one thing I've had to do is be, uh, you know, adapt and improvise, you know, I've been thrown some really crazy curveballs that people look at me and go, Oh, my gosh, you know, that happened to you? And I'm like, yeah. And, um, but I've always known that that was the journey I was supposed to be on. That was the path I was supposed to be on and the experience at that particular time, good or bad, that I had to experience in this journey of life
0: yeah yeah so I mean, it's good that you brought that up because i was going to ask about that you mentioned yeah. you know sitting in amazement that you managed to survive your own <laughs> life and and we i don't know that we have time to go all the way back to to you just dropped the little hint about being a homeless dropout teenager so there was all of that story and then you said recently you did contract um, pretty serious covid that it had you laid up for a long time and a lot of really personal challenges were happening at the same time so do you Care to share a little bit about that and how you've been navigating that? Um, Well, COVID was frustrating because
1: um, I got it in January of 2020.
0: Oh, and I'm my kidding. doctor
1: was treating his wife and daughter for it and me and we had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. My O2 level never dropped below 90 so they never put me in a hospital but all I know is I was tremendously sick. In fact I never really recovered. I'm a long COVID uh patient. You know I still have uh, problems with that. So here I was in January 2020, sick as heck, COVID's going around. I used to protect astronauts and employees from hazards. So I had the knowledge but I was protecting myself after the fact
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't put two and two together that I got it. And, um, it, it just went downhill from there. My whole, um, life imploded, if you will, you know, my, um, uh, I'm, I'm going through a divorce. Um, my ex-husband just, <laughs> he wasn't engaged anymore. I don't know exactly what happened. So I had to kind of come up from that and then kind of ran our businesses under the ground. So I'm still kind of working with attorneys to get all that, taken care of. But it was like one obstacle after another obstacle of another obstacle. Mm-hmm. And then also trying to balance the challenges of raising a teenager in this very conflicted world right now. Yeah. So I'm still navigating it. I'm still trying to figure things out. But when everything just blew up in my face, I'm, I'm like, why? <laughs> I worked 50 years to get to where I am. Why? And I won't get my answer, but I do know that um failure is not an option, as we used to say, you know, we really used to say that, and I don't feel that I can fail. Yeah. I have to find a way out.
0: Well, and it sounds like you always have. And, and that, you know, when the time comes, you're, I don't know how you would frame it. Everyone, you know, has their own way of framing how they receive their guidance. But whether it's your higher power talking to you or your spirit guides, or your angels or your higher self, like you have those moments where you get those flashes of clarity. And I think that's really cool about your story with everything you've been through. And then being in the field that you're in, you wouldn't, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot more women and maybe even men that, that have a more woo-woo side or a more intuitive side that maybe don't talk about it. But, you know, you're really pointing to the fact that that's the thing that that you credit your a lot of your success to, you know, your knowledge, but also this ability to see through the difficulties. So exactly. Well, when I you know, you
1: talked about your um, intuitive side of it, you know, your spiritual guides, God, you know, I truly have a strong faith in God. Um, But when I hear messages, it's like in third party. That's when I know that I'm getting guidance from um spirit or other ways, you know, mm-hmm. but when I'm talking to myself, you know, you can tell when you're talking to yourself, those are different yeah. messages. Yeah. So I receive those messages and they may not make sense at the time, you know, but they do end up making sense. And yeah, that I definitely <laughs> all the time, you know, that's why I, I am where I hear am now in this state is because I knew that I needed to be here. Something was telling me, someone was telling me to be here. And it's been an exceptional last couple of years for me and my grandchild.
0: I understand. I understand. Well, let's, if you're open to it, I, I'm happy to give you a reading as I do all my guests. And uh, <laughs> let me uh, shuffle my cards here and kind of step into your energy to, to see if we can kind of sort out what the spiritual lesson is here and what you are learning because I feel very strongly that it's you know you it could be past life it could be just just overall in your soul's journey the strengthening of your authority you know I called you the original boss babe but there's also this maybe on the personal level owning your power at a different level than you have in the past and oftentimes that's due to, you know, adverse child experiences or uh, past life experiences where we felt like we weren't enough or we had to settle for something. Um, so I feel like that's coming up for you. And I want to take a look in a little more detail. Um, and, and as I'm doing that, does that resonate with you? That sense of like, I can have my authority here, but here I just don't feel as strong or I don't feel as, as um, sharp in my yeah. vision
1: yeah I I definitely have that come up for me
0: yeah yeah okay let's take a look so um I definitely see that um there there is this thing going on with your egoic side um and when I say that I don't mean that you have this you know big mean ego that's that's you know, overriding everything and, you know, stomping on everything like Godzilla. That's not that kind of ego, but I feel that it is your, your mind may overwhelm your spiritual knowing sometimes. Mm -hmm. And especially in this situation, the thing that's most difficult is you prefer to be in the flow and feeling good. And, you know, as most of us do, um, but when you get to thinking about him and what has happened and even in the relationship, I feel it was more based on this more mental connection or mental game playing than it was a true kind of heart to heart or soul to soul connection. And he may have been playing power games with you the whole time. Does that make sense?
1: It does. And I wasn't aware of it because mm-hmm. it happened so slowly over time. You know, When I look back on what happened, I'm like, how did I even get myself there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah definitely
0: trickster there's a trickster element so like he because he plays on that realm of of the mind and the ego he kind of would kind of pull you there in a way and it's unfortunate that people do that um i don't know that it was completely uh conscious for him he feels quite wounded to me also like in terms of feeling like he has to steal his love or steal his power from others. Um, he's got a lot going on in his mind as well. And, and that lock being locked into the mental warfare of it is maybe the biggest challenge right now. So for you, there may be uh, a need to sort of disconnect from it as much as possible. Like only think about it when you're talking to lawyers, when you're looking at paperwork and then put it away and make sure that you can manage your energy in a different way. So that doesn't affect you as often. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It does. <clears throat> and right now I look at that time as uh, just
1: dissolving a bad business deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that. And it's, it's cause I do feel for you, it's, you know, for a while it was a heartbreak, but it really was at this point, like, wow, that's, you were able to separate that part and not feel like heart wounded as much, but it's just how much it's caused more survival fear to come up in you. Yeah. So, so I feel like as you're coming out of um, a vision quest for your life, and in and, and the way that you want to see it, i want to go back to what you shared about your time in NASA, you just saw it. So what things have you recently been seeing for the next 10 years of your life that even though this is going on, they feel a little bit unbelievable? but you, you've been getting flashes because I do feel a cleansing and a clarity coming up for you that you haven't felt in a, in quite a long time, like probably the last 10 years.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right with that. And, um, it's funny cause it has been almost, yeah, it's about 10 years that I was with the guy. Um, this, I don't want to make it sound cheesy and I don't want to make it sound egotistical, but people are waiting for my message. Mm. One of the things I've noticed, like I made a comment on one of my real estate Facebook group, uh, you know, just a casual comment. This new person was asking for assistance and everybody slammed this person. Mm. And I came through with, hey, you know, I can help you. Next thing I know, 50 people are asking me for help. I've got a message, I've got a very powerful message. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, I've gathered a lot of knowledge and information experience that I feel people want me to help them with Uh, in this time of what they were calling the great resignation. You know, Mm -hmm. they talk about people not wanting to go back to work. I don't think that's quite the case. I think people are actually wanting to have control of their own lives and they're starting their own businesses Mm -hmm. and real estate is a great mechanism, but I definitely feel that people are needing my help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And, and you're pointing to this, you, using power responsibly, you know, whereas this ex of yours used his power very irresponsibly or steal, you know, kind of steals it. Um, when, when those of us that want to mentor others and say, hey, it was really tough for me to learn this, or I know how hard this is, so let me be there for you. And I find purpose in that, and therefore that's my success. I don't need to be like the big, you know, winner of the day to feel good about myself. So you're definitely right. on that path. The biggest thing that I see going on um, that was that was kind of before that clarity came that you have this big message and this purpose now to live into was whatever mistakes you were continuing to make. And whether it was trying to work things out with this person or talk to them in some way um, or doing the same things in your business, there may have been kind of a broken record thing going on for the last couple of years. And I feel that you're breaking out of it. Um, and the big thing going on now is to work on any codependent tendencies to worry about what others think of you or worry about their happiness or take responsibility for their happiness. And that includes the granddaughter. And I know it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when there are children. Um, but I feel like it's also important to let her grow and not worry too much. She's I do feel like she's going to be fine. She's been dealt a very difficult challenge. I know her mom died in a tragic accident you shared with me um so you know both of you have been grieving all this time but you've got to listen to your own inner voice moving forward into this purpose because that's what's going to be best for the both of you Um, yeah so I'm not sure exactly what's going on there but it's definitely this kind of reminder like don't don't give too much attention to that like everything's going to be okay there and spirit's also taking care of her
1: good. That's good to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and so the biggest obstacle right now is to march to the beat of your own drum, which means in your in, in the words that we're speaking business wise, branding, 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 if you are the, the newbie real estate uh, coach, like go for it, you know, be the person that's there for those people at that level. Mm-hmm. And and you may hear other voices say, oh, no, you know, oh, maybe there's no money in that, or that's not the market that you want to be in. It's like, well, that's what my calling is. Yeah, And I think that's, you know, those of us who feel a calling, and we hear these voices around us, we have to say, no, but this is what we came to do, because if we're not doing it, we feel out of alignment. And then stuff goes wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very true. When you're out of alignment, nothing seems to You got to go back to your internal um, compass.
0: Absolutely. So wrapping the reading up, I do see just just really take this time to own your power, do energy clearing, um, take lots of nice, I see bubble baths and time by the um, mountains or the ocean, Uh, you know, nature is good for you. And just really look at that as your therapy time that you really do need it. Don't work too hard and make sure you nurture your joy and happiness because Um, You do see through the illusions, you've seen the outcome of what's going to happen, it's just going to take time. It's like you've seen it, you got urgency, like let's get this done with. I do feel like you will be you will win um, more than you expect like it's gonna go your way um but it's just it's gonna be a while <laughs> so patience patience and continue holding the vision um and when i say a while not much longer than it already has been so it's not gonna yeah. be you know a decade um but the the greatest thing you can do is just hold on to your power and people um I think they underestimate the power of their own energy towards a situation. Sometimes Mm -hmm. if you let it steal your power, it's more likely to go on and on and on and on. If you learn those techniques to pull it back and to, to say, Hey, I'm going to be okay, no matter what, and this is going to go my way. I can feel it because the universe needs to write itself here. So I'm going to trust that that balance is going to be struck no matter what I do. And you're not feeding the drama you're feeding exactly the, the peace and the balance. So I hope that was helpful. <laughs> it
1: was so helpful. It really was because it's given me insight into wondering what, what is really going to go on. You know, we have a, a hearing date coming up in May. I don't know if it'll actually be resolved then, but there's going to be some things that come out that are going to be quite embarrassing for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that will come about. I just, I got to know in my heart of hearts that I will be able to, to be able to provide for my grandchild and myself. And that's, yeah, it's there, you know, There's, it's a, in a lot of people's minds right now, but yeah. um, I know that I'm going to come up okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's just, don't get distracted. Don't let the, the bad guys get you down and don't get distracted by the little things that don't matter. I think that's the biggest thing. Keep, you know, keep shining and saying, you know, yeah, they can try to take me down, but nope, I, I've got a calling. I've got things to do and um we're all learning stuff and as far as you know how how all that went i feel like you've learned an enormous lesson about trusting yourself to an even deeper degree in relationship and so that's yes. the value in that <laughs> you'll recognize that kind there. of energy like right away like oh no i see them coming up 10 miles away <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> It's not going to happen again, I can assure you. (laughs) That's right. I love that. Well, very cool. And I love that beautiful smile, even though you're going through so much. That's the light that we want to see. We want to keep shining. So thank you so much for being here today, Gail.
1: Molly, I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate the reading because it's kind of set my mind at ease on a lot of different things that have been playing on it. For a few, well, about a year now. Oh,
0: good. I'm so glad to hear that. It's my favorite thing to do. So I'm happy to help anytime. All right. And, and so if people want to learn more <laughs> about what you do with the node investments and real estate mentoring, I know we've got lots of people listening out there that are starting new businesses or want to step out of their jobs and things like that. So you never know right. where can they find you if they're interested in learning more?
1: The easiest way to find me is send me an email and say something about, you know, hey i heard you on molly's podcast or something um it's Gale at galethenotegal.com. now why mm-hmm. am i called note gal it's trademarked it it because i notes are my thing now so it's easy to remember more than villanueva um they can also reach me by phone i mean i'm opening up my phone to y'all um, area code 321-508-7432 And then if you want to check out my website, make sure I'm legit. It's So Perfect.
0: Very memorable. I love it. Well, awesome. Thanks again for being here. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again sometime. All right, Molly. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career, and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three. Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, Book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.